liftoff and the clock has started. And welcome to That Pixel Life. This is episode 280, recording February 5th, 2024. My name is Zach Anderson, and this week we are going to be talking about the finality of the console wars, perhaps. Uh, we had a state of play we need to break down and discuss. Um, Suicide Squad kills the Metascore, perhaps, <laughs> we should talk about. Uh, to do this... I have with me, as always, Shannon Born Ready More. You know, some people just gotta keep that pace. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm here. I'm here to push those numbers up. You know, you get are. those rookie numbers to a higher level. So I was, I was born ready to do that. Um, I'm dry. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm safe. I'm warm. How did you uh, fare in the uh, the recent storms that uh, have been rattling the just pummeling the West Coast? Uh, we, we made it through okay. I did not have to stay at a Marriott Courtyard last night. Um, <laughs> uh, did all right. Um, oh. In jokes are the best jokes. And uh, yeah, no, we, we, we actually didn't lose power, which I was surprised because it seems like everyone I know lost power. Mm. Uh, our large trees stayed rooted, which I was very happy about. Good. So did, the, did the t-rex did the t-rex make it rexy survived yes no problem we uh i doubled down on his fastenings so i, I had hopes but you never know when <laughs> you hurricane, had I, when, well when hurricane force winds are coming through it's like sometimes it just you, you, you can only do so much um, life finds a way yeah life finds a way if you will <laughs> uh but yes we we made it through all right yourself uh, so us, we, uh, the, there's a Creek behind our house that is now very full. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm thinking if we, uh, I'm, we need a break, which is good that there's not, I think we have a 50% chance of rain in like a day from now. Um, but for the most part, uh, my next door neighbor has a tent, um, mm-hmm. that they use to cover their, uh, like the driveway for a car. Okay. And that completely like lifted off of the ground and ended up on the, on their neighbor's roof. Oh, they I mean, they chose not to break that down with hurricane winds coming through. Uh, yeah, I don't. I, well, it, it, the thing that's the funny thing, right, is like it's the the tent was in a fenced off area that was mm-hmm. like it has a nice wood fence around it. So they didn't think that there was going to be a lot of airflow getting in there. Mm-hmm. They were sorely disappointed. People uh, that live anywhere other than California right now are shaking their heads so hard. <laughs> that, I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> How California is that? Oh no, we don't need to put weights on anything. Just yeah. just put it out there, let it fly away. It's fine. <laughs> Why, bro? It's, it's fine. We have one windstorm a year. That's yeah. it. You know, just worry about it then. Well, we used to. It'd probably be different now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yay, climate change. Also joining us, Justin. I don't need no goddamn nickname, Carter. It's your boy. You know, shout out to my boy, Zach. What You turned like, what, 45 this I weekend? I did. <laughs> did. Dude, did I get the number right? You, got, the, you, you got, got it right? Wow, 45. Dude, all right. All right, dude. 
I am officially closer to 50 than I am 40, and I feel every inch of it. It's a year of firsts for him. He's going to get his first colonoscopy. He's going to get his his first endoscopy. You know, they're going to do all the fun stuff this year. (laughs) (sighs) Your definition of fun and mine are kind of different. Um, (laughs) But, hey, you know, what do you do behind closed doors? I'm not, you know, I don't judge. Whatever I'm unconscious for, dude, doesn't matter. (laughs) (laughs) Just don't tell me about it when I wake up. Exactly. I don't want to know. Plausible deniability. (laughs) Two best words in the English language. Oh, man. Justin, Justin, how was your week? How's your week been? Did you get pelted with storms? No, um, I mean, I think it's been it rained. I mean, <laughs> that, was it rain. good, that was such a good no. He's like, no, sucks to suck. Like, <laughs> yeah, I I forgot it did rain um a little bit uh like last week. I think on like Tuesday, but it's all dried now. But it's always a kind of pain in the ass because it's like I was going to clean the floors this weekend, and then it's kind of like okay, but well, what's the point? Because the dog <laughs> is going to destroy it again, so it just gets put off for another weekend. I feel like that's a perpetual thing for you just because you have dogs, like so many dogs. It is. <laughs> like your and floor you know, is always going to get wrecked. <laughs> but I'm like, all right, I'm like, let's sweep up, vacuum up the dirt clods and stuff. And it's like, I'm not wasting like, you know, bunch of Fabuloso and Swiffer <laughs> wet wipes on the floor when it's going to rain again. It's supposed to rain again, I think, like next week or something on like Tuesday or something. So, yeah, uh, LA, um, you know, got uh i think a month's worth of rain in two days <laughs> like like their their month total for february they just dude, hit in two days dude san jose got two and a half inches of rain in a day mm-hmm. in like 22 hours it yeah <laughs> we uh we have this little rain gauge in the back that we use to like kind of measure it and like i went outside and i think over like the couple days that was like five to six inches and i like yeah. looked at it, i was like this isn't right dude and i just like threw it out and it filled up again and i was like oh maybe it is yeah. <laughs> you're like oh, oh never mind then my well, neighbors that was are a, kayaking that was the thing it was real windy yesterday but before yesterday it was just like 36 hours of solid rain like not the little sprinkling off and on you get a lot of times. It was just like it started. It was fucking Forrest Gump. It started raining and just stayed <laughs> raining. And it was just like, man, we, we you know, in California, it's the Bay Area, especially that that does not happen a lot. Mm-hmm. You'll get like an hour's worth of real good rain and then it stops. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah. California rain. It's an event out here. Again. Yeah, it's a, it's it's sunny seventy five percent of the year, and then it rains for like a week, and then you know, it's, and then you get it. that, and then you get that week of like a hundred degrees, mm-hmm. and then that's about it. That's the extremes of our weather. But then that's why it costs so much to live here. So hey, you know, <laughs> as opposed to like Satan's asshole, where you know <laughs> Justin lives, where it's just yeah. hot. Like they, yeah. get, they get like two months of respite, and then the, the other ten months, it's just hot as hell. The other ten months, you're running, you know humidifiers in july so you can breathe in your house in the air conditioning (laughs) hey bro can we can we get real for a minute like like old people talk here like i opened up my pg and e bill the other day and like we've been (laughs) yeah yeah we've been we've been skimping like pretty hard like you know Uh pour a little portable heater if we need to other than that it's like blankets and sweaters everybody's Mm -hmm. getting bundled up did you so we got our electrical usage down to uh, and gas together down mm-hmm. to two hundred dollars. All right, 
you want to guess what the delivery charge was for them to deliver gas and electricity to my house. $200. Justin, would you like to guess? I'm going to go 160 It was $614 for them <laughs> oh. to, send, to send the electricity to my house. What? Three times what the cost of what I used is what they charged to deliver it to my house. I flipped a freaking table yeah. when I saw my bill. And I am going to be writing our uh, our you know constituents saying, what the hell are we going to do about PG&E? Because they are raping me in the ass. Well, PG&E is the biggest uh, uh, scam. Well, mm-hmm. I, think I'm, I think I feel good using the word scam. Uh, going in California, and that is a long list, and PG&E tops it. Like <laughs> it, it is kind of ridiculous. Uh, I don't understand how it's not a public utility, but a private <laughs> company. Uh-huh. First off, we can start there. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have charged an exorbitant amount of money to replace no equipment or make any improvements, and only raise the rates because their equipment keeps failing. Mm-hmm. Weird. And yeah, yeah. You, you burn down half of California one year and then you blow mm-hmm. up a city like the second year uh, and then you just raise your rates. So everybody else pays off your fines. It's, yeah. it's very great. It, it's when they burned down California the second time and didn't get taken <laughs> over with the state of California that I was like, what what's going on here? You know, I mean, come on. <laughs> uh, but yes, yeah, so this this ends California talk. Uh, because we we're losing it. No one cares right now. I mean, an eight hundred and fourteen dollar electrical bill when I only use two hundred dollars yeah. worth of electricity. No, that is I, insane. That, <laughs> that, that is, that is pure insanity. But Mike is sitting in Dallas right now, being like, "Guys, seriously, what the <laughs> hell?" Like, I don't. Um, go ahead. Sorry. I I just wanted to say, in perspective, uh, last month since I haven't had to you know run air conditioning for the last like few months, my my APS bill was ninety six dollars. Damn. Yeah. Um, and then gas gas is a little bit more. Like usually my gas is like thirty dollars or something in the summer, but in like the winter it's like sixty. So to, together, like it's because he's cooking all that ramen on the stove. In the, in the <laughs> yeah, winter, so. all that. Yep, all that mac and cheese. Hey, also, can we take a minute to appreciate Mike's new profile picture like that he threw up this week? I mean, like, super. I don't think I noticed. What? Oh, are you on Facebook? Uh, I am. Oh, man. He put that he put that whole like three quarter body shot up in like his uh, like white suit with like the clean cut, like just high and tight. And I was like, damn, dude, this guy cleans up, man. Got to well, give our fans some appreciation. At least, at least uh, Mike can do what I can't, because Lord knows I don't clean up. Um, yeah. Oh, I, look, yeah. I look like drunk Hagrid in a suit and I try to dress You're up. You're like, Mike's cleaning up, I'm cleaning out, bro. Yeah, yeah, right? <laughs> I look, um, he's cleaning up, I look like I just cleaned up a bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, man, that's awesome. But I digress. Um, <laughs> I don't even know where I'm going from there. Uh, oh, oh! Yeah. You said uh, you you had mentioned something that made me think of it. Have you guys ever done? It was when I said making the ramen. That was it. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I'm talking okay. my through my thought process. Um, shabu shabu. You guys, you guys in for shabu shabu? 
You like what, this? Wait, wait, what? What is this? What is? What so is this? it is a like uh, Japanese hot pot, okay, style cooking, okay, where you get like super thin cuts of meat, mm-hmm, and uh, well, they provide the broth, mm-hmm. and then some veggies, and then you okay. order the meats, and it's like su- slice super thin, and mm-hmm. you and you essentially just take your chopsticks, take the meat, put it in the broth, and like swish it around, and it cooks super fast in the in the broth, and then you take some of the veggies out with the broth and eat it. It's delicious. Now, what if yeah. I do that, but I don't take any of the veggies out? I just take the meat. Is that you, okay? You, you can do that. I mean, the veggies just provide <laughs> flavor for the broth, you know, so it's all good. But okay. I, uh, uh, my wife and I did that yesterday for a friend's birthday. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's been a long time since I've done that. And I had forgotten. And I, I <laughs> man, you guys, it, I might have a shabu shabu problem. Because <laughs> it was like falling off the wagon, you know. I was like, "Oh, oh, right. This is the meat high I'm getting from this," you know. Eating some wagyu with some uh, with some fresh fresh pulled noodles. Yeah, nice. Right. You went like top tier meats. I'm like that's uh, and it's an all you can go. eat. It's an all you can mm. eat. I mean, the quality of wagyu. I mean, let's, let's back up a little. It's probably we're not talking a five here. Let's be honest. <laughs> But, uh, you know, the all you can eat, you know, Angus steak was twenty nine ninety five, and the mm-hmm. Wagyu was like thirty nine ninety five, And I'm like, well, if I'm here and I'm doing it, let's go to the Wagyu. And uh, yeah, but they just kept bringing it as long as I wanted another plate of it. They were like, yep, no problem. Here you go. That's brilliant. Has a pork belly with that. that Damn. Good. Yeah, dude. All right. It was legit. Legitimate. Okay. All right. Yeah. So, so Wait, Shannon yeah. didn't seem familiar, but Justin, your eyes lit up. You you knew what I was talking about. Yes. Uh, last time when we went to San Diego Comic Con, we actually ate at a shabu shabu place in San Diego, and it was really it wasn't all you can eat, but mm-hmm. it was really good. And like the dude was super nice, and like we sat like the way it was set up, it was almost like a giant square shaped like bar in the middle, and you kind of just came up. Yeah, yeah. sat down and the dude in the middle is like giving you all your stuff and you got the little hot pot and you're cooking your meats and your veggies and got some eggs like the eggs in there and then what was super dope is when we were all done the uh dude like cooked like the broth down almost made like a like rice porridge and Bro. stuff with like the broth and the right to send us home with the container and we were eating that at comic-con the next day and that was delicious that was yeah. like my breakfast it was so good so I highly recommend giving it a shot because I had forgotten how delicious that was. And uh, we will be returning. It was good. Mm. Yeah, I, I, I do want that in my belly. <laughs> Shannon's like, I need that in my life. <laughs> <laughs> he just got over the taco bar and now he's trying to ruin himself again. <laughs> Shannon's wife's like, no, you do not need that in your belly. <laughs> yeah. Stop doing this to yourself. I was like, I got a colonoscopy coming up in like oh, two geez, weeks, bro. Right. Like, I just gotta gotta clear the pipes. <laughs> the um, pipes are gonna get cleared one way or another, right? Uh, <laughs> uh, I have no segue from that. So we're gonna talk about <laughs> some shit. <laughs> we're gonna talk about some shit, actually. Uh, the end of the console wars? Question mark. Is it upon us? No. Because some big uh, uh, stories coming down the pipe is Microsoft is going to be bringing, uh, you know, formerly console exclusive titles to PlayStation and Switch, like Hi-Fi Rush. And the big rumor is Indiana Jones 
and Starfield also going uh, multi-console. And, you know, instantly Twitter warriors took to the streets being like, ah, Sony beat Microsoft in the console wars. To which my reply would be like, yeah, where the fuck you been? That happened like four years ago that that they beat Microsoft in the console wars. It was called the PlayStation 4, you guys. That's when they beat Microsoft in the console wars. Um, but I find it interesting that Microsoft, um, you know, really seems to be pivoting to this. No, we're going to be more of a Netflix of gaming. And yeah, I'm happy to sell you my product on your device. Like, why pretend there's a console war if you're Microsoft at this point? Like it doesn't make a sense. It doesn't make sense to me. Uh, I agree with you wholeheartedly. I mean, like this feels like a natural move for Microsoft. Um, I mean, they've shied. I mean, the minute they lost the console war, it wasn't even a loss. It was just more like, you know what? We're not doing this anymore. Like, I'm just tired of this. Like, we'll just, take it onto this con like we already have a console it's called a pc like we've been mm-hmm. running like microsoft windows on everything forever like just we'll just put everything back on that platform we'll save ourselves some money in development of a console we don't have to do all of this bs like all the time like the people who are in the pc community will just make their own pcs and play our stuff on it and be happier that way well and, and, to, your, and to your point the you know series x and s are essentially just pcs at this mm-hmm. point you know, like their next console, they're like, you know what? We're moving away from this console, the Xbox One, and here's our new console, a PC. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's great. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and that's the thing is, you know, money spends everywhere, right? So it's right. like, you know, like I'll take a percentage of what you're going to sell on, on PlayStation. That's a no brainer. Give me that yeah. money. Uh, so yeah, I mean, it end of a console. No, a, a console war. I don't think so. Cause I think PlayStation petty is their favorite color. And, mm-hmm. you know, I think, you know, they're going to keep doing that stupid ass thing where they're like, no, this is our exclusive. We'll keep it for a while. And then when we've milked it for all that it's worth, then maybe we'll give it to you guys to do something on your side. Um, and after who we, knows? After we've released five remasters in four years. Yeah. yeah after yeah, we so. beat that horse dead, like multiple times. And then who knows what Nintendo will do? Nintendo's never let and like let really any of their proprietary stuff go. Um, no, but, I, but also I I've always felt really since since the Wii, Nintendo's been like in its own market in a lot of ways. They they don't they don't play the reindeer games. It's like mm-hmm. no, we make Nintendo stuff and we do it really well and we sell a lot of it. And you guys can have your fight with the Gears of Wars and the Uncharted's. Like, go knock yourself out, guys. Like, we're going to be over here selling Mario Party and having a great time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I don't see anything wrong with that. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I, I think, uh, I don't know. I think maybe, like, a console war is, like, I think a little, uh, at this point, um, over the top. I think it's just more, you know, I think it's playing in a sandbox at this point, And you have people who yeah. are willing to share and you have people that aren't. Um, I don't, Justin, like, do you have any, any takes on this? Yeah, no, I agree pretty much with like what both of you are saying. Like, this is kind of like the next step I feel like in like Microsoft's plan or better. They basically have been kind of setting themselves up to be like the Netflix of games or whatever is like mm-hmm. what they've been doing. And, it, you know, makes sense. Like, you know, why not earn some extra money? Like, yeah, sure. Put 
fucking hi-fi rush or sunset overdrive or whatever on playstation yeah. and you know if playstation's outselling in the consoles then sell those games on those consoles to people that don't have xboxes and recoup extra money to reinvest into more game pass content or whatever which seems like that's what they want to be doing um mm -hmm. well yeah and and if part of your concessions you had to make to acquire activision was hey so yeah, we're going to own call of duty, but we're going to still bring it to your PlayStation console. And once you crack that door open, it's like, well, why is it just that one? Why am I not right. selling you all of this? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because to your point, Justin, sure. You're outselling me, you know, 40 million consoles to 10. Well, great. That's 30 million customers that I could reach. Right. And so why would I not reach them in mm -hmm. that sense? No, I mean, it's a smart play. The only thing that I feel uh, is being hurt in this situation is now Sony really doesn't have a competitor in the console market, and competition is a very healthy motivator for innovation. Mm -hmm. And now you don't really have anybody who's pushing you to innovate in a more creative way. So what does that mean for Sony with the PlayStation 6 or any new console that comes out at this point? The competition is still there. It's just different because the, the, to to going back to your earlier point, the competition now becomes the PC if you're Sony, I think, and the Steam marketplace and the, you know, yeah. Xbox Game Pass marketplace. That's the that Steam becomes the X of the world. Yeah, that becomes mm. your competition. And and, you know, if we're talking consoles, even though I think they're playing different in different sandboxes, to use your metaphor the switch has sold a hundred million of them. Mm -hmm. You know, Nintendo is out there in numbers. Um, I just don't think they're ever going to come for Sony's market necessarily. Uh, they're happy with theirs because they're doing quite well. They don't need Sony's market necessarily. Um, not, not to say they wouldn't take it, but, uh, and also, I, <sighs> I think innovation is going to have to come because I don't know if so what Sony does is necessarily sustainable. I mean, it, they've sold a lot of consoles, but they've also reported a lot of like troubles recently, but then, but then who knows? Cause everyone has. Mm -hmm. So, you know, with the whole quote unquote death of the live service game and their huge investment in it. And then it's all kind of like gone pear shaped on them real fast. And so I don't know. Well, well, when you spend millions of dollars to create a headset that one Justin buys, um, you know, you're you're not going to make a lot of money back. So <laughs> what the hell is that supposed to mean? <laughs> or Jordan. Sorry, I keep yeah. I, I messed up the God joke. Damn, God damn I was like, <laughs> I'm sorry to both Jordan and Justin. I, I was I was ready God to damn jump it. in and then I saw Justin's face and I'm like, oh, I'm just going to let Justin. At first, I was just confused. I'm like, what headset? And I realized you're talking about VR, too. <laughs> Damn it. Whatever. Moving on. But it is it is interesting because when you look at the earnings that Xbox put out uh, or Microsoft put out uh, two, what, two weeks, three weeks ago now, right? When all the big layoffs happened at the same time. Ha ha ha. Um, the Xbox department, and part of that is because they absorbed Activision, like has never been more profitable. It's never made more money. And it's, 
I think the timing of it is interesting. But maybe this is part of the plan, which is, no, like, we're going to make money. I'm not trying to win a console war. I'm trying to win dollars. And so this is how we do it. We acquire big companies. We get big products in the market and I sell them to everybody because guess what? 30 million people aren't buying an Xbox to play call of duty. They're not. So I might as well sell them to the 30 million people. I don't have that have playstations. I mean, it's, it's what they did with Minecraft. They've owned Minecraft for a decade and they have sold it to every console under the sun since acquiring it they could they could not have they could have been like nope minecraft xbox exclusive and it would have been a hundred percent within their right to do it but they like money and and it makes me wonder like how's like i feel like it would make sense to eventually have like why not have you know an xbox game pass app that is through steam that you download mm-hmm. the app through Steam like you would a game and you launch it and you have to pay your $15 a month or whatever for yep. it, but then you have access to Game Pass through Steam on like your Steam Deck or whatever. Like oh, I I guarantee you that's coming. It's it's that that is probably on a whiteboard in a office in Redmond, Washington somewhere right now, you know, trying to get figure out a way <laughs> to get Steam to agree to that. Because, yeah, I mean, I'm sure they want Game Pass app on the freaking PlayStation 5 and your Nintendo Switch. You know, like, I'm sure they would love to have a cloud streaming service available on your Nintendo Switch. (laughs) You just download the app on your Nintendo Switch and it just bursts into flames. (laughs) Well, it would definitely be a streaming version. It would run through the cloud. It's like, man, you better hope you got some leftover data this month because this bad boy's about to use it all. I wonder if the Switch could play Hi-Fi Rush natively, though. I'd be curious. <laughs> Maybe dude, the Switch 2 can. <laughs> dude, at like 30 frames a second, if that, like, man, you're not yeah. going to be hitting those double time, whatever, like, at all. <laughs> but no, I find I found that whole thing pretty interesting, just how that's, it's starting to all change, and we touched on it a few weeks ago about what this year is going to look like for video games. And I think that's, that's part of it is kind of a, just a reorganization of what the marketplace looks like as a whole, not necessarily just what the games being released look like, but the entire market itself. So first, first shoe, big shoe dropping perhaps in that case, uh, other shoes, little shoes dropped though which is the state of play Mm. Sony state of play came out and uh, did you happen to watch all 10 minutes of death stranding two on the beach? Cause (laughs) Oh, there's a beach. Justin's in. Yep. Beach level. Justin's in. Um, (laughs) Let me tell you, it's the buy for your boy, Justin. (laughs) Kojima, Kojima, a thousand percent back on his bullshit uh, in this one. Like there's just it, describing it doesn't do it justice. Right? <laughs> like it has the death stranding going down the birth canal, looking at the baby thing, except now a 
ship flies out of its mouth and goes <laughs> back out the birth canal. Um, you get a whole tour of the ship that they're on. And there's this like marionette puppet that's sentient that's hanging out on Porter now and like talking, which seems super annoying. And I hope doesn't do a lot of talking while you actually play that game. Um, bad dude with a guitar that fights with a guitar. Yeah. I was uh, like, are we going to talk about the fucking crow playing yeah. electric guitar, shooting yeah. lightning, like <laughs> fighting things? Because I was like, what is happening right now? Well, that, that what is happening right now is essentially how I watch that entire trailer. <laughs> and what is, I don't understand. Um, but I think I'm not supposed to understand also because that's how Kojima rolls. And I've never been... And, if you've listened, you know this isn't surprising. You guys have never been the type of guy that's been like, oh, Kojima's awesome because it's just so fucking weird. And it's like, no, but it's also not good. Like, yeah, I get it. It's weird. Like, it's also bad. Like, I don't like, I don't understand how people fall in love with Kojima because of how, like, batshit insane all of this stuff is. It's like, yeah, and it's also not good. Like, I don't. But Dude, I did see on Twitter, though, someone was like, man, Kojima out here single handedly making smoking look cool again. And it was the chick with the weird blue yeah. hand things like making her smoke. I, 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 love, like, yeah. I love how she has the fake hands around her neck and they like make a mask yeah. for her and they're like holding her cigarette for her. Yeah, I was like, and, and that's the thing I will say with the last couple of Kojima games that have been a vast improvement over some of the initial ones the gameplay, like actually playing the games has felt way better. Like I'm not a metal gear guy by any stretch of the imagination, but metal gear five was actually fun to play. It just, the story was the dumbest thing ever. It was just, but it was super fun to play like level to level. And I, I don't know, like death stranding looks interesting. It looks pretty neat, but it's just the Kojima ness of it. I'm going to have to work my head around. I think. But anyway, that's coming out this year, apparently. I know 2025 is that one. Sorry. Um, hey, uh, hey, Shannon. Yo. See, Dave the Diver is coming to PS5 <laughs> in May. Yeah, and that's great. I mean, I'm happy that they're spreading their wings and flying to other consoles. But you know, the thing about it, Shannon. What's that? It's coming with Godzilla. <laughs> no, not, it is not. And I'm not yeah. sure if that's PlayStation exclusive. And if it is, I'm going to buy it. Um, <laughs> yeah. The, the, the blue, the blue hole is there. Yeah. And then all of a sudden in the trailer, Godzilla pops out of the middle of it and starts walking towards the town. And I'm like, God damn it. They got me. <laughs> as soon as I saw that, I was like, guess I'm playing Dave the Diver at some point. Yep. <laughs> like, they got me. I mean, to be fair, game's rad. It's a really good game. But uh, yeah, the Godzilla. I, I kind of love how this company is putting like Dredge DLC in there. We got Godzilla in there now. Like, yeah, like let's keep shoehorning more Dave's, Dave the Diver DLC into this world. I like it. I like this plan. Um. But yeah, anything jump out to you, Justin, that you want to talk about? Uh, dude, uh, I I thought V Rising looked really cool. I mean, yeah, it, that's been on PC for a while, right? Has it? I think so. Or, like, 
Maybe I'm thinking about something else. Hold on. Let me, one, let me it check. looks very like Diablo-ish, but you're a vampire, basically, and it mm-hmm. has like castle building kind of elements. Yeah, that, it, it, has, it has been on uh, Steam for a while. I remember that. Dang, I didn't realize that was already. I thought that looked so cool. I was like, man, dude, it's mm-hmm. kind of like Castlevania meets like Diablo. I was like, that seems like something that's like right up my alley. Yeah, you could build your own little uh, vampire manor. You know, I can see you working. Um, I so I did download Silent Hill: The Short Message. Oh I yeah, not, yeah, I haven't played it yet, but that was the free the free Silent Hill game that they uh, released during mm-hmm. the little showcase, and we saw some footage for Silent Hill Two. Man, that shit looks rough. Like I, I don't know, not, I'm not feeling it. I gotta say, no, man. Dude, I've I was so hyped when I was like, oh man, they're actually gonna do like a good like remaster of Silent Hill Two. And I was watching that, I was like, that does not look good. <laughs> like that <laughs> looks very bad. There was multiple scenes where it was clearly like lagging or like the textures look bad, and I'm like, dude, this just looks. I ain't buying that, man. Uh, like even on it, sale, that's a questionable purchase. It looked like someone uh, designed the nurses lis- by listening to someone describe what the nurses looked like, <laughs> and then made the model. Like it was rough, dude. Yeah, dude. Here, I just draw it on my back, and I'm gonna blindly draw the art that you're putting on my back. Yeah, yeah, it'll be exactly. interpretation. It'll be great. It'll be great. Don't worry about it. Uh, that was, I, if anything, that was probably the huge disappointment for me coming out of this was man silent hill 2 because good or not silent hill 2 is one of those on a pedestal games right Mm -hmm. it was a very formative game for a lot of people myself included it was one of those like oh these are the heights you can hit in storytelling in a horror game blah 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 so on and so forth and and it was very formative for that reason and Going back and playing it, you know, a decade later, almost two decades later, but like I did back I, I, when they, was it the PS4? No, PS3 is when they did that re-release, right? Yeah, with two and three together, yeah. Requiem or whatever. So I'm going back and playing that when they did that re-release. It was, for me, I remember having the feeling of like, oh, this is still really good. And I really love this story and, and, and the beats still hit, but let, sure it's showing its age, right? Like it's not, it's not as great as it was, but it's definitely still a top tier game for me. Uh, and now all of these years later, it definitely needs that RE2 glow up to, to be a relevant game. I feel because the younger people today that are not 45, um, they, it's just not going to resonate if you're playing this game for the first time and, and it's not a modern feeling and looking game. It's just not going to resonate because that game has been copied and, you know, used as an inspiration and homages and so many things so many times in the last couple decades that it's not exciting and fresh and different anymore. It, it's the original, but yeah, there's been a dozen of these games that are as good as this one, you know, quote unquote. And so to see it get handled like this, not like RE2 in, in that level of, of love and care and, and, you know, polish at this point, it's like, you should have just not shown it at all. 
because now it makes me just go, oh, this is a trash fire. Dude, well, it's just that's what was so disappointing was, you know, Silent Hill was a dead franchise for so long. And then they came out of nowhere and were like, oh, dude, we're doing like six new Silent Hill games. Yeah. And one was like some shitty Twitch live experience. They just gave one away for free. Two looks like ass. I'm like, OK, like I'm praying that that feudal Japan one is like the one good one. that They're like, OK, we're not going to put any resources into these like four and we're really going to, like, drive home, I guess, like, Silent Hill R or whatever the mm-hmm. feudal Japan was. I'm like, man, please, like, at least let one of these be good. Otherwise, Kong's going to be like, well, I guess no one wants a Silent Hill. Like, no one's buying these and they're sucking. So I guess we're just going to put this back on the shelf for another 10 years. Yeah. Uh, do you have Silent Hill thoughts, Shannon, other than you don't play them? <laughs> no, that's that's it. That's, okay. that's, that's all of it. Uh. Well, you mentioned uh, the one console that uh, Jordan, not Justin, bought. Uh, <laughs> they announced two titles for it. One looks amazing, and one looks so de- oh, so bad. Like again, but why? Uh, Legendary Tales is one, and Metro Awakening is the other. Metro Awakening takes place in the Metro Thirty Three verse. Looks rad. Like, looks immersive, cool design, storytelling, everything. Legendary Tales looks like, bro, it looks like my first VR game. Like, I don't understand how this game <laughs> hey, existed. Hey, you, you leave Morrowind VR alone. That is what that game looked like, was basically Morrowind <laughs> running in VR. Dude, what is, like, why would you show that? They can see those skeletons. They know what they look like. They, they sell that crafting. They... <laughs> It was like, hey, here's this crafting system we have. And I'm looking at it like, this is the dumbest shit I've ever seen. Like, why would you? They don't have anyone internally that's like, maybe don't show that. Maybe, guys, maybe let's announce it. Like, with a cinematic. We don't need to have them see the gameplay just yet. Let's let's polish this a little more so these skeletons don't look like fucking Legos, guys. Can we? <laughs> Dude. I thought it was funny in the like, gameplay trailer where they're just like smashing that skeleton into a table for like three minutes straight. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah dude, you got it. He's like on him, just wailing. I'm like, okay, like that poor skeleton just getting his ass handed to him. And yeah, uh, I don't. This is your next gen VR system that you're. It just, I I apologize. I'm sure it's being made by a lot of hardworking people that are putting a lot of time in it doesn't look ready to show. That was my thing. Like, could you add a couple graphical passes on this thing and make it look a lot better? Sure. Maybe it plays great. You know, when you have a headset on and the controller in hand and, and you're swinging swords around and stuff and it feels awesome to play. It did not show in a trailer that it was awesome to play. It looked my whole thought the entire time is I would look like the biggest asshole playing this game, like, <laughs> which is probably the problem with VR in general a lot. But, but that being said, Metro looked rad in the gameplay stuff they showed of that. It was just, it was funny having it, having the two VR titles. Cause it was just two sides of one coin. It's like the VR coin and one side looks rad and the other side looks like laughable. And I don't, am I being too hard on this game? Justin, I mean, it, it's one of those where 
it, it seems like your typical VR type of thing. I get what you're saying though, because it's like, yeah, you're trying to tote this like new, like where you're like, oh man, like we got the new PlayStation VR two. It can yeah, handle yeah, yeah. like whatever. It's gonna be so great. And then again, you're showing me Morrowind right. on <laughs> VR, and it's like, yeah, it's not doesn't look very next gen. That looks like like baby's first tech demo for <laughs> VR. Um, but hey beats. <laughs> yeah right again best game in vr beat saber six <laughs> years running um but hey what's old is new again just like judas which hey y'all that is bioshock like holy <laughs> crap that is bioshock and i mean i know they start the trailer with from the creators of Bioshock, and it is like, yeah, no shit. Like, holy crap, dude. Like, how is just just not named Bioshock Judas? I don't. But uh, that being said, I'll play it because I love Bioshock and I love these games and it looks real pretty. It looks really cool, but you know what? I give them credit. They don't even try to hide it. They're not saying, yeah, I'm, I'm, as I'm talking about it, I'm coming around on it. It's like, no, no, we, we, we made Bioshock and it's a Bioshock game. Like, so and I'm just going to tell you it's Bioshock and it's, that's at, least what you scares, own it. at least you own it a little bit. That's what scares me though. Like I, I initially would be, oh hell yeah. Like, dude, that's going to be awesome. But Callisto Protocol happened and that was, mm. oh, hey, it's dead space, but it wasn't. And I'm like. You know, a lot of people have tried to be Bioshock since Bioshock, and it's never quite stuck the landing. And I would hope that Judas would, since, you know, it's made by the same, like, mm-hmm. you know, the people who made the game that everyone tries to copy, like, yes. But, you know, the same people who made Dead Space tried to make Callisto Protocol, and it did not turn out as a good game. So I'm hoping Judas can pull it off. Well, I'm looking up right now because it's made by Ghost Story Games. And okay, yeah, Ghost Story Games actually is Ken Levine's studio, though. So it is it is the dude for Bioshock that that is his game. So at least it's not like and this guy was the art director on Bioshock, you know, one yeah. of those type of things. Yeah, the, but, from the people that brought you Saw and it's just like the dude who squirted blood on people. <laughs> like, yeah, no, he was there. <laughs> practical effects master yeah um but no i i i i am a big fan of the kim levine style of gameplay uh so i'm hoping for a return to form skeptical we'll see i don't know uh but looks good look it's it definitely is my kind of thing uh you know what normally isn't my kind of thing justin but maybe maybe it is and i just didn't know it Dragon's Dogma 2 looks rad. <laughs> like, it looks really good. Dude. You know what? The, the thing that scares me about Dragon's Dogma 2 is it reminds me a lot of a Monster Hunter game, and I get mm-hmm. snuckered by those things every single time. And I want to like Dragon's Dogma 2. I really do. I just I don't know if that's going to be a game that I'm going to be able to enjoy playing. So the thing with Dragon's Dogma, uh, the original... I stayed away from it because it looked like a Monster Hunters game and because I get suckered into those every time. Remember me and you in Monster Hunter World and that like hot three week love affair we had with that game and then it went away like horribly. Uh, <laughs> that that burned me for Dragon's Dogma because I was like, <laughs> you know what? No, this looks just like more of the same. I'm, I'm not going to do this. I don't want to play Capcom's version of Monster Hunter, right? Um mm-hmm. 
And then uh, more and more times I would see people talking about the game or posting about it. Apparently it's not very monster hunter ish. It's like you, you, you kill monsters and you get stuff from them, but that's kind of like the format around it. And the storytelling isn't that the monster hunter way, but so. is, is all it is, is it just going around and fighting bosses? Is it yeah. more like shadow of the Colossus where like, I mean, you're just looking for big bads to kill in the, in the I, wilderness. Ask, ask me anything about dragon's dogma. I have, to grow. <laughs> I have no idea. Um, but, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to be paying a lot more attention to this one because dude, that trailer worked. It worked on me. I got to admit, I'm, I'm kind of in Justin, but your thoughts. Like I, I will admit, I think I have dragon's dogma on steam or something, but I have only played a little bit of it because it kind of came out around like the time when I was getting like into dark souls. Mm-hmm. And it was kind of I went more down the Dark Soul route than the Dragon's Dogma route, but sure. like, um, I mean, it looks good. Like all dude, after like I was kind of getting hyped on Lords of the Fallen, and then I heard that wasn't that good, and never got it. I'm like, dude, all I need is them to see like, dude, Dragon's Dogma, solid eight out of ten, and I think that's gonna be enough to get me to be like, all right, I'm in. Like, give me. A, Give me some uh, running around, casting spells, slaying monsters. Like I'm there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sh- Shannon, you gonna get down on some foam stars? No, fuck that game. <laughs> <Dude>. <laughs> now I'll tell you what. Like I looked at um, Helldivers two mm-hmm. because I need me a good first person shooter in my life. Um, but it looks like a generic destiny and i don't know if that's well, also i think it's third person right oh uh, yeah um but still a shooter um and it'll scratch that itch but uh i don't think it's something that I, I was really interested in you know which one i was really confused by and i don't know if i'm gonna like it or not mm. is zenless zone here uh zero um it's got that anime bullshit style of art that i like yeah, that you yeah. hate zach and um you know there's just enough crazy stuff going on there like scarlet nexus to where it's interesting. I don't know if it's more of like an active RPG, like a real time RPG, or if it's got like some RPG, like turn based mechanics or what. But um, from what I'm seeing, it seems pretty cool. Um, I just I need to see more before I'm willing to get on the hype train. See, I was thinking you were going to be more of a stellar blade. Kind of guy. No, he wants uh, he wants games he can play in front of his wife. Well, see, that was the, <laughs> after like the fifth ass shot. I was like, man, I think Shannon would like this game. I'll tell you right now. I've um I have been reading a lot about it, and it's more in your world because it's more of a uh, Dark Souls style game. Um, so uh, the minute I heard Dark Souls, I was like, I'm out. I'm I'm done. So it doesn't have a, a, an appeal to me anymore. You know how I know I'm old now because I was about. 10, 15 seconds into that trailer where it's like, you're on a post-apocalyptic earth. And I'm like, then why is she wearing that? Like, why is she wearing that? And then like every outfit, robot, <laughs> every outfit they show her in after that gets worse somehow. And it's just like, oh my God. Like, And everybody else is in just like this weird drab, like black and orange thing. And she's like in this colorful waifu gear the whole time yeah she looks like she came like out of guardians of the galaxy with her like green spandex ass like suit <laughs> well, except except for the tech girl who is 
for some reason also wearing lingerie and bent over a workbench while she's fixing the gear. And it's like, what is like, guys, like, come on. What is this? But, Gaming's back, baby. Yeah, right. We are back to the early <laughs> 2000s. Get your limp biscuit. Um, <laughs> speaking of back to the early 2000s, Sonic X and Shadow Generations. That game is going to get a lot of run in my house. I'm telling you right now. My kids are already hyped for Christmas time when Sonic 3 gets released and Shadow is in that movie. Mm. And and I tell you, it looks pretty rad. You got the, the Sonic part of it, which uh, looks like a super high def Sonic, you know, OG Genesis style. And then the Shadow part looks very Dreamcast Sonic like. Sonic Adventures, like, and so I don't know. Could be interesting. Could be awful. It's a Sonic game. They're usually bad, but might be great. I don't know. <laughs> it was funny. I was live tweeting like back and forth with my friend Troy when we were watching it together, mm-hmm. and he's like, he saw the little Sonic, and he's like, "Dude, when did Sonic have a kid?" And I'm like, "No, I'm pretty sure that's him from the past because it's like the generations. It's like there's like the future Sonic and then the like old present Sonic." He's like. Oh, he's like, that's fucking stupid. (laughs) (laughs) They got to put human teeth Sonic in there. Oh, dude. Yeah, give me an ugly Sonic game and I'll play that one. (laughs) I'm actually shocked they haven't done that. They really should do that. Just an ugly Sonic game. Dude, it's ugly Sonic. And that's how, like, when you're spinning real fast, that's how he stops as he just opens his mouth and drags his teeth across (laughs) the grass. That would be amazing. Oh, my God. Oh, I, I kind of, I think I need that now. Um, but yeah, outside of that, that's the, uh, seems to be the big rundown. Anything really jumping out at you that must play, have to check out? No. Wow. It's a d- d- definitive no. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, it's really got to reach out and hit, like, a special part of my brain for me to want to, like, just be all on board with it. Like, I don't know why I stuck with Pal world for so I was, long. I was going to say, what if stellar, whatever that game is, had Pokemon and guns? <laughs> um, no, but if it was a little bit more into the Xeno gears, like world, mm. you mm. may have my attention. <laughs> Zenless. What is it? What's the three Z's? I forget. Zenless zone zero. Xeno gears. <laughs> the fourth silent Z. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I don't know. Uh I mean like I said, Destiny 2, I kinda want to see what it is. Uh Judas is I'll end up playing Judas. I know I will. And Dragon's Dogma. I, man. That game looks so good. I really want to play it. But what we have been playing is more Pal World. Sadly, <laughs> sadly, uh, it's no, there's no sadly about it. Like this is a good game, uh, and I don't feel guilty about playing it. And I don't know why I don't get more mad at this game when it crashes because it crashes a lot. Because it's so cute. Oh, look at it. It's so cute. Uh, No, the thing that sucks for me is when you uh, march your happy ass into a bad area (laughs) Uh and get like one shotted by something. And then you have to, you know, 
go back and sneak fast in, travel get it. <laughs> and get back there. And then you realize, oh, I never opened up another fast travel point. So I've got to ride this fucking dire wolf across <laughs> like 20 miles to get, get my sack to have all my stuff back. <laughs> have you, um, so I got, I was probably towards the middle of the map mm-hmm. uh, the other day before I got my teeth kicked in by something I thought I should be able to handle. And I just got like rolled mm-hmm. and, um, it opened up like two uh, teleportation or waypoints that I hadn't unlocked as oh. places I could respawn. So I was like, yeah, I'm going to respawn there so I can get that fast travel spot. Yeah. And now like I've basically like kind of cheesed the game, I guess, to where I've, ex- you know, explored another region that I probably wouldn't have access to if I didn't, mm-hmm. if I wouldn't have died, which is fun. Um, yeah. But uh, having a flying pal, is uh definitely where it's at uh because you could just fly over all those areas and just kind of take a look at and see uh, where the, the fast travel spots are i have not unlocked the flying yet so there's there's one like that's pretty much like right in that first area where you're at mm-hmm. uh, it's a purple bird that flies through the air it's a big bird kind of guy he's like a level 14 monster um oh wait i think i do uh, nightwing or whatever yeah i have, I, yeah, have, yeah. I, have I have that yeah, so what you need to do now is you need to go to that uh, the PAL crafting station uh-huh. and you need to make the harness. And once you make the harness, you have a flying... Oh, nice. Yeah. I did... Uh, come, have you come across the vampire bat ones yet? No, I have not. Uh, they come out at nighttime and they're in the like far left side of the map. Mm-hmm. And those things wreck shop. <laughs> like okay so i I've, i died a few times but i'm like no i'm catching one of these sons of bitches and, <laughs> and got one and it's totally been my like oh i'm in trouble well deal with him uh i'm gonna run over here while, while he just murders all of you i'll be back in five minutes you know like and yeah that guy that guy wrecked shop dude it's it's really fun so i just set up uh i just made a um a breeding station so my mm-hmm. pals can fuck and then uh <laughs> and uh and like <laughs> and so uh so like but you need so this is the stupidest thing right so like you need cake because like apparently cake makes them like frisky yeah so i play I don't, the pinata yes yeah so i can't find where i get milk i can't find a stupid cow oh, you gotta catch a yeah you catch the milk yeah, tank. Where, where the hell are the where the hell are the stupid oh, cows? They're over by the vampire bats. Um, <laughs> okay, on the far left. Yeah, but I caught one. I caught okay. one. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so, do you yeah. remember? Do you the big like? It's like a toadstool looking guy that has like a green sprout coming out of its head. Yeah, like, yeah. One of the early monsters. Yeah, mm-hmm. Have you caught the level eleven one of that? I think I have. Yeah. Okay, they're over by there, like in the hills. Oh, over by there. okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. But yeah, uh, it's it's pretty uh, like that's when like you can start unlocking a lot of uh, um, higher level like pals, like endgame mm-hmm. pals. If you have some of the like mid tier um, like beginner pals, I found uh, some large <laughs> eggs. That, oh, yeah. That produce some pretty killer things. I got this guy. He's like a Bushido blade dude. Oh, that's so cool. Type. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't I haven't found him yet. Yeah. He, uh, he hatched for me and he. He also wrecks shop. It's like, if you got something that's weak against fire, I just, yeah, good luck. That guy does. does. <laughs> Cause he, he does okay damage, but he attacks super fast. Mm-hmm. So it's almost like getting doubled up on your attack. You know, it's nice. It's nice. Um, yeah. 
I was going to ask you something about the map. So I've, I've, Oh, where did you set up your second base? So because I'm at the point now where I need a second base and I don't know where the smartest place to do that is. So this is, this is the one thing I hate about the second base, right? Is Mm -hmm. it's not connected to your first base. So it's like you have, now you're managing two bases, right? Oh, they don't share resources. No, which (sighs) is something that I've written to them about saying like, this would make your game a lot better. Mm-hmm. is if I didn't have to worry if I didn't have to go to two different bases if my inventories between the two were basically shared yeah. <clears throat> um, I think also their inventory management system needs a lot of work like yeah. you yeah, should 100%. be able to kind of like uh, see everything and like it doesn't matter how many boxes you have it should all just kind of pop up and it's there right um, but I went right in the middle of the map there's like a red and gray area like kind of like mm-hmm. like dried leaves and, yeah, and yeah, yeah. stone and I found an area that had like um, eight like ore deposits, mm. like right in the middle. And I just set my base right there so that and then I got a, a, a whole bunch of miners over there so that they would just like mine the ore for me. Um, so that's what I did, because I really because now everything that I need to build needs uh, iron ingot. Yeah. So. And, and they will even though I've got level two miners, they still only get rocks out of the quarry. Mm-hmm. And it's like. Pull some more out of there. Like you're supposed to be doing that at level two. Yeah, no, I think what you need is there's um like a little bit further past where I set up my base in that mm-hmm. red area. There's these in the desert area. There's these like uh they look like the tortoise um the tortoise Pokemon. Okay, but they're um they're basically level three miners. And if you get if you get a handful of those guys, they're basically just like an ore production facility for you. Okay. Okay. So yeah, you got to go find those guys and then um, just get people that can transport the ore and then you basically just let them do their thing. I need to let them do their thing because it sucks having to leave and grab, you know, up to my encumbrance level in ore every time I leave the base to just make ingot so I can make anything at point, you know? <laughs> yeah that's what i put my i put that like little transponder thing like right next to the ore so that mm. i can just overload myself up to like because now with the latest patch if you're over encumbered you can still move even if you're like a thousand percent <laughs> i, I did something. think that was hilarious though how you were just like no you can't move you're just stuck yeah but now they said that you can move so i basically just mine every piece of ore in that area until mm-hmm. like i'm super over encumbered and then i just teleport back to where my furn- furnace and my fire guys are yeah, yeah, and yeah. i just drop it all in the furnace i'm like okay here you go a thousand ore, like make it and yeah. I'm, I'm gone <laughs> that's what i do so, with arrows too i'm just like yeah mm-hmm. we're gonna make 500 arrows today boys i'll see you back <laughs> I, like i built a workbench just to make arrows <laughs> so i can still make other stuff in other places see you in two days all right that's so good yeah and then um i finally got um i finally got the stone uh stuff set up so i could start making my base out of stone Mm -hmm. because i had one of my freaking idiot pals like run through fire and then it went into my house to drop something off into a box (laughs) and lit my house on fire that's amazing (laughs) so yeah so that was a good that was a learning lesson so um i also wish it would give you a little story sometimes because like you ever come back to the base and everyone's dead? <laughs> no, I've never like, seen that. <laughs> I came back one time and like literally everyone in my camp was incapacitated or dead. Oh, and so you, like, got, you probably just got raided by like a higher level uh, pal. 
oh, I'm sure I did. But it was just one of those like, well, guess I'm putting all these guys back in the box and seeing what happens. Um, yeah, no, I've had it. I've had it like every time I come back, it's like everybody took like a really long coffee break. And then I just showed up and they're like, oh, well, got to get back to work yeah, now, guys. Boss, so. boss here, here. <laughs> yeah, I look busy, guys look busy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's like like no productions getting done when i'm gone like i just need to like right. torture one of them and then all of them will get the picture like oh we shouldn't we shouldn't slack off but yeah it uh it's a game i can't stop playing but i mean that being said what am i gonna do play suicide squad i don't know like dude i know there's I, stuff, know I know there's stuff i need to finish still but it's hard to go back sometimes when i'm enjoying the new thing i'm playing yeah, I don't. I don't want to go back. Uh, I mean, Dave the Diver sitting there staring at me like, "Hey guys, like, uh, can come back anytime you want." And I was like, "Cool, thanks. I will later." See, the other thing is, Dave the Diver. I'm playing on my Steam Deck, but Power World I can play on the big TV with the kids, and they have fun. Mm. Yeah, I uh, I play on the PC on the weekends. I'll play Power World downstairs, mm-hmm. but most of the time, I'm still playing it on my Steam Deck. Yeah, which is fine. Yeah. Totally. And we bored Justin to tears. <laughs> no, I was I was just letting you guys pal out, you know. Just mm. hang out like a couple of pals. Hang out yeah. with our pals out. <laughs> <laughs> well <laughs> it, well, Justin, what have you been playing? Let's give you some time to talk. Yeah, you know, I so all right, and that's what Justin's been playing. So, uh, Zach, you want to talk more pals? <laughs> yeah, so anyway, I got these poison arrows, and uh, no, sorry, Justin, Justin, go ahead. No, it's fine. I was just want to say, so I I played the demo for Prince of Persia after Zach recommended it uh, last podcast, and dude, it's so good. Mm-hmm. Uh, like the the movement is just like buttery smooth. Combat is a lot of fun. Um, in the demo, I like the fact that for the demo, um, it's not just like the actual beginning of the game. Like they actually remember when people actually just like put together like real demos to like showcase stuff. Like mm-hmm. that's how this is. They're like, hey, here's a bunch of like abilities that you'll even get like later in the game, and like whatever. Like we did this so like you won't have any of the story spoiled for you. Like just run through here and like beat the shit out of stuff and like explore around and. It was a lot of fun, man, dude, like hitting stuff, like volleying like enemies up in the air and like hitting them and then like shooting them with arrows. And then you get like a little Xena, like warrior princess, little sling blade thing, like ricochets off everything. Like that was a lot of fun. Um, Has an amulet system, which is like the badge system in Paper Mario, which Mm -hmm. I'm always a huge fan of. Um, so it was a nice, it was a pretty decent sized demo too. I think I played for probably like a good, like hour. Yeah, I think I was going to say, I think it, you, it's like an hour to two hours for the demo. Like, dude, yeah. and I was so, cause where it ends too, it's like, you're about to fight like a boss. And I'm like, when it came into the arena, I was like, oh shit, like wiping my hands off. I'm like, here we go. <laughs> and then it did like the little trailer montage of like, yeah, you could play this shit now. I was like, damn it. It would <laughs> cut me off right before the boss. So here's my question with the combat. Did it feel like you were just button mashing or did it feel like there was, it was gracious enough to where you felt like you were pulling off like some pretty intense combos? So there is an actual like, uh, like rhythm 
to it like there's like a light attack you know kind of like heavy attack type system and it's like okay yeah well you know you do i got an amulet too where it's like okay if you hit like xxx or whatever you do this like little combo but then you can do like a fourth follow-up one with this like extra amulet and you can parry attacks as well which uh isn't so much a big deal with like the earlier enemies but there's like a a pretty hard like late like bigger enemy and stuff later on that you run into the demo where it's like yeah no you you have to dodge or parry his shit or you will get fucked like by this guy like he will <laughs> one hit from him took out like two of my four health and i was like oh okay like we do not want to get hit by this guy um but they do put like a really good emphasis on um like dodging and like hitting from behind and like parrying and stuff and there's some cool like little combo things because I was playing around that you can do like if you're running like if you hold the R trigger to run if you run up to an enemy and then hit X uh, you go into like a bicycle kick and you just like kick the enemy like over and they'll like hit walls and stuff and you can like stagger them so there was times where it's like I ran bicycle kick them they're like down I ran back a little bit to run forward and I just like bicycle kicked them like three or four <laughs> times into the wall and just like his friend like comes over and I'm like, I don't think so. Like hit him back so I can run and bicycle kick the dude again. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> fuck you. I'm like, you guys aren't getting enough on me. Um, but so, it was a lot of the thing I didn't realize uh, before that I found out since the demo has been out is there's accessibility options for all that stuff. Like you can make the parry window real big. You can, there's like uh, platforming access. Like you can have it just skip hard platforming sections if you just want to progress. Hmm which I find pretty crazy because I mean, it stopped me from playing some of these games when the combat gets way too hard or something. I mean, we've had that conversation around the from games where sometimes I just want to see the rest of the story. And it, this game, I actually put it in the like, yeah, you can't platform your way through here. No problem, dog. We got you get to the other side. And I was like, that's wild to me that they would do that. Hmm. Well, you know, they want people to enjoy the game. You know, that's a barrier to people's mm -hmm. enjoyment. <laughs> They're like, how can we get Shannon to buy this game? <laughs> yeah. All right. Ubisoft out here trying to earn good faith. I know, right? I mean, look at that. They already, I mean, like, they already got your $60, right? What do they care how you play the game? I, I've always said that. Like, <laughs> let, let me enjoy my, my purchase, please. Thank you. Uh, so, yes, I will definitely. <laughs> probably picking that up like sometime soon uh i also played so celeste for its uh six year anniversary the developers made celeste 64 which is like a little remake of the 2d platformer celeste but as if it was an n64 game and the it's hard but it was a lot of fun and it has like it controlled really well. It's just, you know, any typical 3D platform, whatever. It's like sometimes I'm like, it's hard trying to figure out like, where am I going to land? Or like, mm. what, like misjudging like the left, like different angles and stuff. It gets a little <laughs> weird. Like but a true like, N64 game. Exactly. Yeah. It did feel like a true N64 game. And, uh, but it was nice. Like they had an option where it had like this little, uh, like kind of like, you could see it, but you can also see through it, but like a little arrow almost to kind of show you like where you're going to land. 
and you can mm-hmm. turn that off or on for like the z axis and stuff like oh hey this is like you're falling down you're gonna make it like right here which that helped a lot with certain jumps and stuff knowing whether or not uh i was gonna overshoot it or if i need to like pull back a little bit but it was just a fun little like it took me like three hours or whatever to a hundred percent it but it was very much like a mario 64 but it also had some uh super mario sunshine kind of vibes to it because there's the cassettes and then when you go into them it's like the little like areas in sunshine where you don't have flood and it does like little music (laughs) it has like little music and like you have to get to the end and collect the strawberry like you would like the shine sprite and stuff which i was like dude that's like right up my alley um so yes anything that uh pays homage to sunshine Uh boy your yeah, boy's on it. Exactly. I'm there for it. Uh I also so I played a game. It's on the next two are both Game Pass games. And this All one right. in specific, I think, is definitely of interest to you. And I could see Shannon getting into it because it seems like it would hundred percent be like a Steam Deck game. All right. And it's called Brotato. Oh, Bro-tato. I've seen that. I've seen it on the Steam Deck. Yes. So it's on Game Pass. It is literally if I had to describe it as a marriage of three games, it is the Binding of Isaac meets Vampire Survivors meets I Made a Game with Zombies in it. <laughs> it is literally like Binding of Isaac style artwork, but you're like this weird little, I guess a potato or like whatever, like Isaac clone looking thing. But you go through waves and like you're like, you have weapons that you pick up and what in between each wave with the currency or whatever you collect you get to invest in upgrades and items you get like a little shot and you're basically just trying to make it to the next wave make it to the next wave i think the furthest i made it was like wave like 15 or something like that um and then you unlock other characters and stuff that have like better starting like perks and challenges and stuff as you go but man dude it's a lot of fun it has that good like you know oh man like one more run type thing to it or like oh man i only have like a couple like let me get in a run of rotato real quick and (laughs) i tried like multiple things because there's guns and like i tried using like shotguns and pistols and whatever my most successful one i had was doing like an all mate like just fully investing in melee and doing like little ethereal like ghost daggers and stuff like and I got like combined a bunch of those together and got like a legendary kind of like one that did like a bunch of damage. So, and you can have up to like six weapons at once. So they're like surrounded by weapons and they're like dashing all and auto, just like vampire survivors, like it auto attacks for you. You can manually control it, like with the guns and stuff. At some points, I did manually like control it, but for the most part, it just auto aims and does whatever. And your main job is to like move around, dodge and like collect the resources and stuff on the screen. Interesting. I was going to ask you if it auto fired or if you were controlling it, but it seems like you have a mix. Yeah. It's a kind of like a choose your own destiny. Yeah. It auto fires. It's just, you can aim like with the guns, especially like when you only have like one weapon, like in the beginning and stuff I was in, but once you have like six, I'm like, mm. ah, they'll just auto lock and do whatever. Like it doesn't matter. Uh, so I do recommend that. But nice. Do they, do they auto pop and lock? <laughs> Boy, do they. <laughs> uh, 
So the last one I played, also on Game Pass. Game Pass has kind of been uh, start starting off pretty good for the year, I think. Uh, I wanted to check out some Persona 3 Reloaded. Mm, I saw uh, that show up on the Steam Deck, too. Yeah, it's just, dude, I, I'm going to be honest. I've never been a Persona person. Like, ever. Like, it's always appealed to me. Like, the art style, mm. like, the aesthetic of it always looks amazing like persona games have some of the coolest like ui design and stuff oh, and, for like, sure style yeah. player that i've ever seen it's just i have never been able to get into the series um i tried persona 3 like a long time ago on the psp and i played it for a little bit but i don't remember what happened but i kind of dropped off of it um i've watched the animated movies for, for persona 3 and that was like pretty good um, so I was like, you know what, like, it's on Game Pass, it's, it's free, whatever, might as well, like, try it out, and dude, visually, like, it is very nice, like, I, from, like, the upgrade, like, whatever, like, it's all HD now, like, it's all super 3D, like, it looks really pretty, um, damn, dude, the, the, the beginning of that game is so fucking slow, like, it took, I don't even know, man, probably, like, like 20 minutes before like the first fight like there's like a lot of like i guess story like whatever shit that like happens prior to even like getting into it so that was kind of a drag but now i'm kind of like past that part and i'm like all right like we're starting to actually like do combat now and get into whatever which you know i know people in discord have been playing like persona 5 which i've mm. also heard amazing things with but i know 3 is kind of like a a beloved child in the series it's like the silent hill 2 of you know the persona series and stuff there's like a lot of diehard people that love 3 so i've always kind of wanted to give it another shot so i don't know how long i'm going to play it for but i'm giving it an honest attempt at persona 3 all right. I'm interested to see how it goes. Cause yeah, that's another one of those. I'm, I'm kind of like you, that series has always fascinated me, but I've never really touched it. Yeah. Is that the one where like you have a time limit on how much you spend? Like they like the Pete, they have like their like normal universe. And then there's like the, like, like their alter egos, like in a different like dimension or. I don't uh, know, like... So with this one, there's like a, a social. So, there's like a social kind of aspect to it where there's like your days and stuff where it's like, Oh, you go to school and you do whatever. And then there's like the times where it becomes like the 13th hour, which is the secret extra hour between midnight and like 1am or whatever, where you actually like do the, okay, like now we're fighting like the monsters and stuff and doing like persona. But it's just, I've, what's always appealed to me is just the like you know emo kids with the guns to their heads like shooting out like the monster they have like that is like early 2000 <laughs> like hot topic ass shit and i am like there for it <laughs> um, so i've always loved like the like little aesthetic of it so much so i want to i want to give it a try though i'm not big rpg person i know the game's incredibly long uh as well but i still want to give it a shot all right cool well do we have some sirens i hear i hear some sirens little sirens little, little sirens, sirens. Beedy, beedy sirens. Because, because uh gentlemen 
your your boy Justin has watched something, and we need to talk about his reaction to Blue Eye Samurai. Yes. So I I've only gotten to watch the first episode, but damn, dude, it was so good. It was. What did really we tell good. you? What did we tell I you? I know, dude. The dojo fight scene, like I did not expect it to go that hard. <laughs> and man, dude, when like teeth are flying out, and where I'm like, no, dude, she like dude, the restaurant fight scene where she like slices that dude's hand off, like his yeah, fingers like, off, his finger. yeah. Oh man, dude, no, it was so good. Like visually, it was really nice. Like I'm, I'm very interested in like you know they have the stuff with like, I wish I figured her sword was the meteor sword, but I like mm-hmm. that they kind of confirmed that at the end, but now I'm like, okay, yeah. well, how the fuck did she make it? And I'm like, I guess I got to watch the other seven episodes to figure <laughs> that out. But, uh, they no. don't tell you. <laughs> yeah. Damn it. Uh, well, maybe in season two, because mm-hmm. I know yeah. it did get renewed for a second season. Yeah. I'll, I'll be totally honest. Uh, she just kind of has a sword one day. <laughs> like she's just pounding on that shit. And the next thing you know, she's got a sword and it's just, they just, they just keep going. Just keep going with it. Keep chugging. So, all right. I was like, you know, the sword master himself could not make a dent in it. Yet I guess yep. somehow she had the power, but I did like that aspect though, of like the fact that, you know, she learned the way she learned how to fight and stuff was just by watching all these other samurai like come and like show like their movement to like the sword yeah. maker and stuff for like what they needed. And that's like how she learned all these different styles was just like studying and watching them practicing at night and stuff. Um, and like, you know, she goes to the dojo. She's like, Oh yeah, no, you guys are trash. Who are you? And she's like, yeah, I'm just going to beat your ass. Like, yeah. I have a message. Um, she's like, you You really don't need to worry about who I am. <laughs> you just need to go get your master. Like, just please, please don't ask me who I am again. Because <laughs> this is going to end real bad for everyone. So, yeah. yeah. And I was glad, dude. And then she had her, like, Rock Lee moment where she dropped the weights off. And I was like, oh, shit, here we go. Yeah, she oh, got, like, that was such a dude, just, good boom. Yeah, it it was the like, oh, it was essentially the equivalent of like, by the way, I'm not left handed. Like, yeah. right, let me switch the sword to my right hand. You know, it was like essentially that, like, <laughs> oh, off. it was like, oh, oh, OK, you're actually somewhat decent. Let me take these 10 pound weights off my arms and legs and let's do this. And it's like, oh, Jesus. OK, here we go. <laughs> Which made me feel good just because that dude was a piece of shit anyway that we found out. And it's yeah. like, all right, I'm glad she beat his ass. Yeah, it's so funny, too, because in the beginning, you're like, oh, this guy's like really cool. And then you're like, no, he's a piece of shit. <laughs> they they revisit that moment in a really cool way towards the end of the season with the weights. Um, and it's a it's a it's a really sweet callback, but also building to a way bigger moment. And I'm really excited for you to get to that point because oh man, that was Shannon. Was that like the high water mark for you in the season? Because that that episode was probably the higher water mark for me. Maybe not that moment, but that yeah. I'm tr- I'm trying to remember with more specificity uh, that the 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 callback, but I don't I don't remember that. Well. Uh, the something gets gets made from the weights. I have to go back and watch it. Yeah. All right. 
I'll text you on the side. Yeah. I'll text you on the side. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it's super good. I'm super excited to finish watching it. Um, but what ended up happening was I was like super excited to watch episode two. And then, you know, everyone in Discord has been talking about has been hotel. Mm-hmm. and like how good that is and i was talking to megan about it and i was like yeah you know everyone's saying this is really good i was like but you know i've never seen um, hell of a boss yeah i've never seen hell of a boss mm-hmm. or anything like that and megan's like what and apparently megan's <laughs> seen hell of a boss and she's like i fucking love that show and i was like mm-hmm. i've never i know i know of it but i've never watched it and i was like i do kind of want to watch has been hotel and whatever but i feel like i should watch hell of a boss or something first so we've been watching it on youtube and i'm like almost caught up i think i have like three more episodes season two is almost over i think there's like one more episode that has to come out but Uh, it's been really good like i i love the humor it has the voice the guy who does the voice from uh invaders Mm -hmm. yeah and it has like you yelling at you the whole time no okay good not more the whole time uh, yeah uh but there's a oh dude the, the daryl dixon from fucking the walking dead norman reedus uh mm-hmm. plays like a snake cowboy dude or whatever <laughs> yeah. like he's hilarious like they got some like actual like good people like on there and stuff and the humor um because it's a uh, written by god damn it i can never remember it's like brennan whatever his name is and his like style of humor it's very like vulgar and like mm. funny and it's like you know there's like a lot of like language and like you know sexual innuendos and like whatever but his delivery he does a lot of yelling and that's kind of <laughs> like his stick is like you know yelling stuff but yeah hell of a boss is a very horny show <laughs> yeah well, and that's like one of the, there's like a print, like one of my favorite characters is this owl dude who's like the prince of hell and he has like four eyes and whatever. And his whole thing is like, I feel so bad for him because like he was put into this like arranged marriage that he didn't want to be a part of and like had a daughter and whatever. And he ends up uh, like having an affair with the main character dude, Blitzo or whatever, the imp. And so they kind of have this like side gig going on or whatever, where he's like, Hey, he's like, I'll lend you my book that lets you go to the surface world so you can kill people and do whatever for your job. He's like, and I just need it back like one day a month. He's like, but in return, he's like, you're also going to have sex with me. (laughs) And so that's kind of like their relationship, but it's like Blitzo treats him like shit. And he like (laughs) genuinely loves this guy. And he's like, yeah, whatever. Like, fuck, I'm not sleeping with you tonight. And just like, leaves them he's like oh well you could just come in and like hang out and we can talk and he's like dude i just told you i'm not sleeping with you man like i'm good <laughs> and just like he's like oh okay and it's just like dude this poor guy uh but, all right yeah that's all you I could you could see you could see why they t- they had to tone it down for amazon <laughs> Is it toned down for Amazon? I almost thought since it wasn't on YouTube, they would have even like more rain with it because they have to like they censor out like a lot of dicks and like blood <laughs> and like whatever in hell of a boss for YouTube. I guess I don't know. It might be fifty. Might be pretty even keel. But I always thought like YouTube was more of like the Wild West, and Amazon was just like, no, you're not gonna do that here. You <laughs> can tone that down a little bit, please. Um, 
we showed we we decided to start the kids on the MCU journey. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we showed them Iron Man, the first oh, okay. one, to, to mm-hmm. number one, get the ball rolling. Uh, I kind of forgot how uh, intense that movie starts. <laughs> yeah, but, that's a that's a rough start. Yeah, it might have been a little little much for my six year old. <laughs> a little much. That being said, uh, by the time he gets the suit built and flies into the village to take out the people that are raiding it, and then you know, does the whole thing where he gets shot out of the sky, pops out of the hole, shoots the little rocket at the tank and it blows up and looks badass as he walks away. Mm -hmm. That whole scene happens. I look over at my 10 year old and he's sitting there just like wide eyed smiling. Like this is the coolest thing I've ever seen. I'm like, all right, well, I got one of them anyway. We're we're in in with one of them. But uh, yeah, I think that the beginning of the, Beginning of that movie might have not been the best thing for my daughter. Um, she there was a lot of blanket over the head parts while that movie was playing. Yeah, it could get pretty intense. But you know, it came with uh, hot chocolate and popcorn. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I thought I thought the first en- entry to, into the MCU for my son would be uh, would a good one would be Guardians of the Galaxy. Mm-hmm. Um. Looking at it from a parent's perspective, when like you have a six year old, they do a lot like to each other that's not cool. Like there's a yeah. lot of bullying. There's a lot of like calling each other stupid mm. um, and like idiots and like that's like really dumb. And yeah, there's just a lot of that uh, name calling through the, the the entire like first part of that uh, that movie. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, and then you know being drunkenly angry at each other and you know there's there's some moments there's some moments yeah 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 um but But yeah so okay but see like these are the times though when i'm like bro my parents took me to the theater to watch rocky four you know and i was six or seven i I watched ghostbusters in the theater the library ghost happened and i turned around face backwards in my chair for the rest of the movie because i couldn't watch the screen anymore because i was so scared <laughs> you know like yeah i mean it, i it was like and, and i'm not <laughs> saying like because i did it you need to do it god damn it like, i'm not putting that out there but yeah. it's like at the same time am i am i doing a little too protective like, You're like kids they are weak <laughs> It's yeah, more, I'm, I'm, it's not. It's not that they're weak. It's more like, should I give my kids some more credit than I'm giving them to understand that, like, that's not a good thing or dumb? It's more that. Uh, you know? uh, yeah, I, th- I think uh, I think they hear a lot worse on the playground <laughs> and 100%. see a lot worse on the playground. Hundred percent. So yeah, I mean, maybe like being able to sit there and have the open discussion with them, saying, being like, you do realize this is a movie. Like this, this stuff don't, don't happen in real life. Like you don't talk to people like this. I will chin check you, <laughs> you know, <All> right. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, it's, um, yeah, it, yeah, there's, the, I, uh, my, uh, my son, um, maybe what, four years ago. Like, so he was like two mm-hmm. at the time. Um, he was in a co-op like a uh, preschool. Um, and I was there with him one day and this other parent, had decided to let their two-year-old kid like watch the Hulk movies. And like this kid came in and was just like Hulk smash and just clocked my son like right across oh, the face. Jesus. And we were just like, bro. And like, you know, we were just like, come on, dude, you got it. And this kid, like, I mean, 
those Hulk movies at the age of two just like warped this kid's brain. <laughs> like oh, he, he got, they ended up getting kicked out of like the co-op because like he was just cold cocking everybody. <laughs> but <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I mean, like you know, let's let let's uh, let's let's choose our Mar- Marvel heroes a little bit more uh, carefully, people. But uh, yeah, it kind of all depends on the kid. Oof. Yeah, I think so, but. Man. So where are you going? So where are you, where are you getting, going next? Getting cold cocked at the preschool. <laughs> but I let me tell you, dude, he took it. My son was just like, "What? Like, what's this? Like, what is this? Like, I don't, you know, relaxed muscles. He wasn't expecting it." Uh, we're 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 doing them in order to answer your question. So okay. Thor Thor is next. Okay, is it Incredible Hulk next? That movie doesn't exist. It's, <laughs> okay. I mean, I mean, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. It's just one Evelyn's of those, at like, school. She's like Hulk smash. And just, like, Hulk. <laughs> yeah, Shannon, Shannon has scared me away from showing Hulk. No, um, it's just Edward Norton doesn't play him going forward, and I feel like having that, that movie would actually him. be confusing more than. And it's not like I need to know the plot. Like, oh, who is Thaddeus Ross? Like, no one gives a shit. Like, yeah, he's the general that shows up later, so it'll be fine. Um. But yeah, so we're on Thor, then Captain America, first Avenger, then Avengers. That's that's the deal I, I made them is you have to get to Avengers. And if after Avengers, you're like, nope, I'm out. You can be out. That's no problem. But they do love the Guardians Christmas special. So I'm hoping mm-hmm. I can get them to at least watch Guardians. Mm-hmm. So. That move, the Guardians, I think, starts off slow. Like yeah. that may be the challenge in that one for you guys. But once you get to the prison break. I think you're in, mm-hmm. it hits the ground running from there. Um, but yeah, that, that's another one with a pretty heavy opening. Mm, mom yeah. dying and everything. <laughs> yeah. So. yeah. <laughs> it's like the Bambi moment for your yeah. kids. Watching. watching all these Marvel movies. Like kids are going to be like sleeping with you because they don't want you to die. Yeah. Right. Like, <laughs> you're like, we're just jumping in right here. This is the start. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. Just, just get to the guardians of the galaxy logo. Like just have it set there in the beginning. So you so, don't even have to. <laughs> so that was really funny though. Cause uh, step, um, my daughter goes to my wife and, and was like, I don't like these movies. Cause you know, people die. And Steph's like, people die in like every movie you watch. What are you talking about? <laughs> She's like, no, you know, like in Frozen, it, like the parents died in Frozen. Well, you don't see it. She's like, no, but you, they died. They said they died. They showed the little picture of how the ship went down. But then in Frozen 2, I'm like, they're still dead. They're still dead. <laughs> like the, the, the circumstances of Ida changed, but they're still dead. Like, yeah, Moana, the grandma dies. Yeah. It was, in, so it was funny. Theater. She started like rattling off all these Disney movies. And I'm like, yeah. Every Disney movie, a parent dies. Every <laughs> single one. Like it's just what happens. <laughs> that reminds me of like Friends, where Phoebe's like, you know, Phoebe's mom or whatever would cut off the movie before. Like she's like, oh, I love Old Yeller. Like that was such yeah. a great movie. And like, yeah, but what about the end? She's like, what about the end? And it's like, never saw. What are you doing with that gun? Like, oh my god! And, like, all the movies from her what childhood, like, that gun? No, yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> funny. Well, all right, gentlemen. Do we have a show? Mm-hmm. I think we have a show. I think we're good. Justin, why don't you go ahead and take us in for a little? You know what, guys? Thank you guys for listening to another episode of the That Pixel Life Podcast. You know, what are some of the uh, showings at the PlayStation Showcase that you guys were excited for? Are you guys day one 
you know, foam foam party Splatoon <laughs> four, you know? Let foam us know. Par- foam party is totally different. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, while you're at it, head on over to Spotify, give your boys a review, let us know how we're doing. And uh Zach, if Robbie was here, what do you think Robbie would say? Robbie would say, Hey guys, go be great. And you didn't start with Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse as your Marvel movies for your kids? You crazy. That's the best movie of all time. I reckon you're going to heck for insulting my boy Kojima. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, He probably did say that, actually. (laughs)